welcome to the Awakened Woman podcast. This is a show for women waking up to their divine purpose and power in life and business. I'm Bryn, your host, and I am so excited for our conversation today. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited for this topic today because this is something I wish I could preach to the rooftops and tell every single person when you're starting a new business, when you're new on Instagram, you're starting with zero followers and you don't exactly know what to do. Here's exactly what you should do so that you feel confident, you feel put together, you feel ready to show yourself off to the world in this new business endeavor. Because here's the thing, that's freaking vulnerable. When all of a sudden you start opening up your business and you're like, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm selling. You're probably going to be a newbie either to your business or to the world of marketing and having, you know, just the random people, like everybody, you know, all of a sudden can like be up in your business and see what you're doing, how you're selling, how you're messaging. I mean, you don't really know exactly who's going to be looking at your stuff, right? And so all of a sudden we can have these thoughts of like, oh my gosh, what if this person sees us? What if this person sees us? And all of a sudden we just feel judged by all these people. But here's the thing. Honestly, they're probably really happy for you and they're probably really proud of you. And they're probably just intrigued of what you have to say and what you're doing. And so that's just a little caveat before we get started. But I want to just say, it's vulnerable. Starting something new, starting a new Instagram page for your business when you haven't had one prior can just feel like, you know, a big vulnerable thing. And that's okay because it is, but the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. So a key to that is starting confidently and starting strong where you can feel like, okay, I've got a good base here. You know, what is it? I've dotted my I's, crossed my T's. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling ready to get going. So this is what I would do if I had to completely start all over on Instagram. This is what I would do. And this is what I've recommended to other people to do. And the confidence that can come when you follow just a simple process like this can be astounding. So if you are someone who you've got the business idea, you know, you want to do something, or maybe you already have a business and you're just not using Instagram to market your, your business yet. This is key because Instagram is a modern day business card. It's no longer a physical thing and it's not no longer even your website. People want to go on your social media because they're going to visit your website once and they're going to forget it exists. But if they're following you on social media, they can see deals, sales, get reminders of what you're doing, see the behind the scenes of your business, all the fun things. Okay. So this is how people are buying and shopping and deciding on if they want to make a purchase these days is from your Instagram, your social media. Okay. So here's how I would start. The very first thing is we're going to talk about your profile and optimizing your profile. So I'm going to explain some of these things here for just a total newbie. And so for those of you who may be a little more seasoned, good for you. Okay. But this is for the person who's like, ah, help me. I'm so scared. Okay. So your profile is going to be a little circle. That's your picture and your bio, your biography, the title and the, the written phrase of words and emojis and links and all these things that you can add that are going to be at the top of your Instagram feed when people click your profile. Okay. Now, when you're setting up your Instagram account for the first time, 
their Instagram will just automatically lead you through this process and they'll say, add a picture and edit your profile and all these different things. So it's actually pretty self-explanatory. You've got this. You also have Google that's, you know, right there with you if you need any help with the specifics of this. Okay. But we're going to talk about this profile section right here. First and foremost is the picture. The picture is huge. It's everything. It's like your stamp. And what I recommend literally 90% of the time is that this is a profile picture of your face, even if you're selling a physical product, because people want to buy from people, not from businesses. Okay. Especially if you're a one woman show, if you are recently new and just starting your story is going to be a huge part of your selling point. And so putting a picture of your face can be really, really wonderful. Now there are the rare instances where it should not be your face, right? So I have a current social media management client right now, and she is working from taking a personal brand to a studio. And so it's a totally different thing where she's, we're actually removing part of the personal brand from what she's doing so she can scale and expand, right? So that would be an instance, right? Where you would have the logo of your company or whatever, instead of having a picture of your face. But you know, the majority of the time, it should be you because you are the face of your business, even if it's a physical product. And one thing that I recommend with this picture is that it's a fairly close up of your face. You know, it shouldn't be like below your shoulders. We don't want to see a whole lot of extra. We just need to see the clear visual of your face and that this picture should be the same across all platforms. The higher quality, the better. Okay. Now, next, after you've got your little profile picture all selected, you're going to work on your bio. So when it comes to your bio, there's three sections. There's first the title, which is going to be that bolded section at the top. Then there's going to be, you know, the meat and potatoes of your bio, that written section where you have that certain number of characters. And then it's going to be your link. So in the, the title section of your bio, the bolded section at the top, this is one thing it astounds me that most people don't know this, but even seasoned business owners are appalled by this fact. This title is search engine optimized, which means when somebody goes on Instagram and they go in the search bar and they search Utah flower shop, the SEO will bring up those titles, will bring up accounts based on the title of what it is. So I always recommend that you put what someone might be searching for in the search bar of Instagram as your title, okay? So a really good rule of thumb, especially if you're a personal brand, service provider, whatever, is to put your first name and then have some sort of blocker. You can do like a line, a little asterisk, an emoji, whatever it may be, and then put your title, what it is that you are, or what people might be searching for for what you do, right? So I have Bryn, a little line, and then I say online business marketing and mindset coach, right? Because for people who are searching for that, they're gonna be searching for a marketing coach, online business, mindset, whatever it may be. Those keywords are what I do and what people can be searching for in that Instagram search bar and pull me up, okay? So that is really, really important. And a lot of times people will get really cutesy here and do some sort of like, brand tagline or something. No, 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 no. This is not the space to be cute. This is a space to be specific on what it is exactly that you do, the title of what your business is, your company is, your services, 
and whatever people are searching for. Okay. And this Instagram has also expanded. This is used to be a lot shorter. So we had a lot less characters. So we have more characters to use and use that to your advantage. You know, if you need to add another word, word or two in there for it to be more optimized, we love to see it. Okay. So that's the first thing that is key. Now, the second is the meat and potatoes of your bio, which is going to be that written section. It's 140 characters, I believe. This is where the magic happens. So if Instagram is your business card, then this is, is the bulk of your business card is your bio. Having a clear bio here that helps people quickly understand what it is that you do and how you're going to help them is huge. It is absolutely huge. Okay, so here's what I recommend for your bio. Your bio should clearly state who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Okay, so a really simple way to get this done and to not overthink it. We don't need to be overthinking our bio. I spent so much of my business when I was like first starting out redoing my bio and changing my bio and adding different things to my bio. And it just needs to be simple. It just needs to be clear so people know what the heck it is that you do. Okay. So a really simple way to do this is to have an I help statement. These are really popular in the marketing world. A lot of people will be familiar with this. Basically, you say I help blank do blank. In my bio, I say I help women start and sustain successful businesses. Clear as that. Easy as that. We don't have to overthink this too much. Okay. So that's the first piece to your bio. The second piece to your bio is going to be adding a little bit of clout. We want people to know why you are good at what you do. Why should they hire you? Why should they click follow? People at this point in the game want to work with specialists. They want to work with people who know what they're doing. They don't want to just hire someone who's like generally fine at, at said thing. They want to hire the best of the best, the person who knows exactly what they're doing. And so having a clout piece that gives you some sort of authority feature or showcases your expertise in the industry is really important. Now, also don't overthink this clout piece. When you're explaining your career to someone and you're trying to, you know, is funny, but when you're, you're, you're trying to show them, like, you know what the heck you're doing and, and, and you're proud of it, even if you're new, what is the thing you're going to say? You know, for me, that's my experience. That's, and it's as simple as that. And so in my bio, I have a little line that says nine years of social media marketing experience. And by having almost a decade of experience, that's my clout piece. People are like, oh, cool. Like she's been in the industry a while. Like I can trust her. Right. So having some sort of a clout piece um, will be really huge. Okay. And this, like, like I said, can be something as simple as your work experience in this thing, right. Or something that relates you to this industry, right. So the cloud piece, just, what is the thing that you say, you know, say that you were in a job interview and they're like, tell us about your experience. Why are you qualified for this role? What would be just a simple thing you say? And here's the key with this, because we don't want this to feel like this, like uncomfortable brag, like I am so wonderful at this. So you should hire me. The way to not feel that way is to share facts share just a fact, a simple fact. For me, I've, I've spent nine years in social media marketing. That is a fact. It doesn't mean I'm better than anybody. It just is a fact. And so this is a really great way where we can share our expertise and kind of lay some groundwork of, of authority that we know what we're doing without feeling like we're bragging about it. Okay. So sharing facts, share something very factual 
in this just one liner cloud piece right there. Okay. And then the third part to your bio is going to be your linking system. So you'll see that you have the option to add a link. A lot of people just add their website link, which is fine, but I highly, highly recommend to use some sort of a linking tool that is specifically formatted for Instagram to share your links here. Now, let me tell you why, because a lot of people are like, well, I spent so much time on my website. You know, it's, it's all perfect for me. Like I really want to showcase my website. We love that for you. The website's great, but here's the thing is generally your website isn't super mobile friendly generally. And generally your website is this like longer process of introducing someone to your brand and all these things. But when they visit your Instagram, that's done. Like they've got the snapshot. They've, they see your profile, they see your posts. And when they click your bio, they don't need to go through that experience again. When they click the link in your bio, they are ready to take some sort of action. So we want to serve our customer in the highest way possible and get them to that end result quicker, right? Generally, the longer that it takes a client to purchase something, the lower the statistics say that they will actually buy, right? We want to, when they've decided they're going to buy, we want to say, here is a link, input your credit card info and not have it be this big, long, drawn out process. And so we want it to be really easy for them to get to where they want to go, right? Also, in this world of technology, we are used to simple, easy, user-friendly stuff. And so if someone's website, you know, if you're not a web developer, then your website may not be this super user-friendly experience. It may take them a little minute before they can find, you know, your drop-down menu, your pricing stuff, where they can actually buy. Like it just may take a couple of clicks. So the, the fewer clicks we can have, the better. Okay. So in this linking tool, here's a few that I recommend. Linktree is just kind of the basic traditional one. I have used Linktree for years. And it works fine. Like I, I have no problems. It's very clear. You can pay for Linktree Pro where you can like design and have a cute little background that you choose and things like that. But um, if not, they just have a free version as well, which is really simple and great to get started with. Okay. So Linktree is awesome. Um, another really great one. One of my clients uses is called Milkshake. Super cute. This one's more for like the aesthetic girlies. Um, cause they have a lot of fun, different options and it just looks a little more, you can customize it a little more. So that's really great. Now, the third one is you can use a website page. Okay. So I know I just said, don't link to your website, but I don't want you to just link to your homepage on your website. So if you create a specific page, that's very mobile friendly, that just has uh, all of your links, like buttons for everywhere that somebody could go to find what they're looking for. And we'll talk about what those links could include in the next section here. That's great. And that's totally fine. And that can be an option for you too. Okay. But like I said, I love Linktree. It's so simple because I could just easily go and update my Linktree. I think it's like $3 a month or something. Right. So it's very worth it for me. Okay. So that's your linking system. Now let's talk about what links you might have to share. Here's what I generally recommend. The first thing is something free. The second thing is something paid. That's going to be a low cost offer. And then the third one is going to be how to work with you. Okay. So the first one, something free, like I said, that could be this fun little news segment, a blog article, a freebie, whatever, something paid that's low cost. is just going to be something easy, simple for people to, to purchase from you and to get a look into what it's like working with you. And then how to work with you. This is going to be whatever that signature thing is that you offer. So say, for example, you're a hairstylist. 
I want this client to be able to click on this thing and to see how to work with you, how to book, when your availability is, what your general pricing is. Like they need to get the information so that they can swipe their credit card as quick as possible, right? Get in the door to, to take part of your business, okay? So many people make it so hard for a client to purchase for them on Instagram. And I heard the funniest analogy for this other day, but this girl was talking about how, you know, so often on Instagram, it's as if we have this like gorgeous storefront and we're so proud of it. And we spend so much time curating it and making sure it looks beautiful and perfect. And every day we show up at this storefront, but we don't let anybody see how to buy from the store. So we don't have price tags on any of the products. And the majority of our products are hidden in the back. And so instead we just have this stuff on the front of like, well, yeah, let me just tell you about this aspect of my, of my business or what I do. And people, when they walk into a store, they want to know a, what they can buy and b how much it costs. And then they want to know, have a clear space where they can go purchase this at, at the checkout desk. Right. So make sure that you're doing that in a digital space as well. Okay. It doesn't have to be hard. We don't have to be secretive about our prices. We don't have to be tricky about taking through this whole long journey to find our shop page or to find our products or to find our pricing, right? People aren't afraid of pricing. Generally, the reason why we're hiding our pricing is because we are, are having some limiting beliefs on our worth and what we're charging and feeling weird about that. Okay. If so, let's coach. Let's do some money mindset coaching. I have a money mindset method that's really great for that. But make sure that you're not having your products and offers and how to work with you be a secret. So very clear, very simple. This should be the main thing that you're posting about and talking about on your Instagram stories. We'll talk about content in just a sec, but this is key. Okay. So no more hiding your, your, how to work with you. No more hiding your products, pricing and offers. No more. It's got to be out there and readily available to the world. Okay. And easily accessible. So that's a, the big thing to note with that linking system. Okay. Those three things. Now, then we're going to move to our highlights on Instagram. I don't know why, but I freaking love highlights. <laughs> I think they're so fun. When I would get a new social media management client and I got to like optimize their bio and create their bio, I called them a, a marketing makeover at the time. I no longer offer that service, but it was so fun. And my favorite part of that was honestly the highlight covers and titling them and knowing the topics, what you can think of your highlights. And again, for those newbies, Instagram for dummies, this is going to be those circles. So um, you've got your profile picture, your bio, your link, and then there's going to be this option. There's like circles that are called highlight bubbles. And so in here are going to be things that you've posted to your Instagram story that you can save to your highlight bubbles to live long-term. If you don't save them to a highlight bubble, then they will disappear after 24 hours. And so this is a great way to really leverage that content and use it so that you do a really fun series or segment or, you know, whatever it may be, you can save this to a highlight bubble and then refer back to it later in case people, you know, are coming to your account from somewhere else or they want to learn about something. Or when they first see your account, we want to have a lot of bingeable content for them to take part in. So that's a really great way to do that. Okay. So your highlight bubbles. There's a couple ways you can go about this, but my favorite way I like to explain it to people is to think of these as your website drop down. So what are those topics 
that people are, are coming to your website to learn, let's have those readily available to them in your highlight bubble. So again, we talked about pricing. You should have a pricing bubble. You should have a bubble for each of your offers, each of the different things that you do in your business, each of the things that you sell, okay? Um, you should have a start here where you can have a little, or, or um, I've also uh, called it an about me section. So start here or about me. About me, if it's more of a personal brand, start here if it's it's not as much of a personal brand. And give people just the introductory things that you want them to know about your business or company, okay? So, and and this will go on, be customized to whatever work, kind of work that you're doing, right? If you're a photographer, hairstylist, you know, if you have a physical thing you sell, shop, whatever, okay? So having a start here about me, um, highlight bubble is also really key. And then that will go on, so on and so forth, okay? Now you can get really cutesy with your covers. This is a fun way to incorporate your personal brand. I've done things all across the board where we'll have some of their stock images or just one plain color or design some graphics. Like you can really have fun here and play with it. And anytime that I do a new brand refresh, I always update my highlight covers as well. And it just, it gives a new fun, fresh, new fun take on your Instagram feed and what it looks like. So that could be a fun thing that you can play with from a branding perspective here as well. Okay. Now, after we have your highlights set up, you're going to want to fill them with something. And again, this is if you started all over on Instagram, zero followers, like we're just beginning. Recording some content in your Instagram stories. And again, that can be a simple graphic that you post. That's awesome. Love that. People love to just look at graphics sometimes too. Or it can be you talking to the camera, you sharing some behind the scenes, recording something, whatever, whatever it is. You don't have to overthink it too much, but make sure you're filling each of those highlight bubbles so they've got some content for those people to, to look at. The last thing you want to do is have somebody click on a highlight bubble and it doesn't have the, the information that they're looking for, okay? So especially when you're first starting out. So, and then as you go along and as we, we talk about doing your Instagram stories consistently, you will get so much content to fill these highlight bubbles with. It'll be just be amazing. Okay. And then you can start some fun little series and do something weekly and have fun things like that as well that you can do in your business to really bulk up that bingeable content you've got. Okay. Now, the next thing is we've got to get some posts up. People are really specific on the type of media that they consume these days. We're not just follow happy anymore. I remember when Instagram first came out, I would just follow anybody and everybody. If I knew them, I'd follow them. Like, great, sounds good. But now people wanna make sure that your content is going to be something that's going to edify and uplift their life in some way, right? Whether that's through humor, that's through entertainment, it's through inspirational quotes, it's through whatever it may be. They want to have a purpose to them consuming your content because we are consuming so much on a daily basis. Okay. So having some posts up already, as you launch your Instagram page out into the world, will show people what you're all about. It will give them a taste of what kind of content is to come, right? We don't care about engagement here. So you can post all six of them at the same time. It doesn't matter if you have zero followers anyway, so you're not going to bother them with six posts showing up on their feed at one moment. But just is just to give people a taste of what it's to come. So here's a couple examples if you have no idea what you would want to post for your six first six posts of what you could do. The first one would be a logo, the title of your company, title of your business. And if you are not a graphic designer and you're keeping costs low in the beginning, Canva, I will preach from the rooftops. Canva is the best. It's this 
really, really easy, friendly design tool. It's what I use for all my clients always. Like I am not a graphic designer, but Canva has so many templates. You can easily, you know, have a little brand board in there, change things, update stuff. It's really fun. So I would, I would spend some good amount of time playing in Canva and you can create a simple logo. And again, your logo could probably change throughout the, the, the next couple months or years of your business for sure. And so I just tell people when you're first getting started, we can almost get in like decision fatigue because we're having to make so many decisions of like, what's my title? What's my profile picture? What's my bio saying? What are my first six posts? What are my highlights filled with? What is my pricing? Like we are making so many decisions that we can kind of feel decision fatigue. But the most important thing is that you get all this up and running so you can start making money. And so don't overthink all the decisions and release the perfectionism done is better than perfect always and forever. Right. And the way that we progress is when we quickly move towards our goals consistently. So don't overthink this too much and don't spend too much time on one thing. We're almost just getting it done in a way that feels good and looks good so that you feel confident presenting this to, to the world, but don't overthink one specific thing, including your logo. Okay. Now, if you have some budget getting started, then a great place to put that in the beginning is to hire a graphic designer to create a logo for you. That's a great place to, to have some at, some dollar spend um, is creating a logo. So that's also a great thing you can do. But if you don't have that right now, or you're just wanting to get things up and running quickly, because even that can take a couple of weeks based on their time and you know how long it takes for you to get on their, their books and, and such, um, you know, you can just create one and get going. So Canva is wonderful for that. Second one is either a headshot or a selfie or just a picture of you. Even if this is not a personal brand, people want to know who is behind this Instagram account. They want to know who's the person running this. What is, what does it look like? Who are they? So you can just do a little introductory post, share some 10 things about you or whatever it is that you want to do. Maybe a couple of things you're passionate about, why you started this business, why you care about this, right? What's your why? What's your mission? Um, and I also think it can be really beautiful to share some vulnerabilities here. Maybe some things you're a little bit, you know, nervous about, or, you know, I'm stepping out on a limb here, da, 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 like whatever it may be, just to be real, right? Because also a big part of starting your business is having a group of cheerleaders who are here cheering you on every step of the way. They're going to be a great source of referrals. They're going to help keep you showing up consistently when you know you're not just speaking into the void, but you've got people who are saying, yes, tell me, what is it? And it can be really a really beautiful experience, right? Even if they never buy from you, I always think of like the first like 15-ish people who were engaging with my content when they very first started. They're a huge reason why I'm still here today because they made me not feel like I was talking into the void. They made it not feel like I was alone. And they reminded me that there were people who were expecting me to show up in this way. And that's, it can kind of feel a little bit, um, I don't know, a little bit hard in the beginning when you don't know if anybody's actually listening. And so really having some appreciation for those cheerleaders and what they want is they just want you to succeed and they're just happy for you. And they are just going to be cheering for you. And so don't be afraid of getting vulnerable and just being real with what the experience is like for you. We love behind the scenes. We love the personality behind the brand. We love all those things. So don't be afraid to share that as well in this initial picture of you. That could be a really beautiful thing. Now, the next thing you could do um, is some sort of a quote, right? Maybe a quote that embodies 
the why of your brand or the mission of your brand or something that inspires you personally and just write a couple thoughts in the caption. And then after that, I would have three product pictures, right? So if you have a physical product, this makes it really easy. You just have three of those um, and you can, you know, structure these differently. You don't have to start with the logo and then go to the picture and then the quote and then three product pictures. You can have them in any order that you so desire, um, but having some sort of a product picture. So for me, I'm a business coach. I don't have a whole lot of photos of what I'm actually doing. So a lot of what I'll do on my current social media is I will share things that I'm talking about and I can share a testimonial or a client experience or something like that. If you don't have client testimonials or experiences yet, that's also totally fine. You can share about a topic that you're, you're sharing on there or that you have a service about. Okay. So you don't have to have, you know, testimonial, visual testimonial content yet. That's totally fine. But sharing some sort of thing that showcases what it is that you do, right? That's the point of these product photos. So whether that's, if you're a coach and that can be you sharing some of your philosophies or some of your tips, that's just as great as a hairstylist showing her, you know, some, some photos of, of some hair that she's done. I keep pulling out the hairstylist example. So we're going to run with that today. Okay. So that is going to have you, that is going to give you this optimized Instagram. You got your profile or you got the profile picture, your title, your bio, your linking system, your highlights, and six posts. When you have this set up, you are going to feel, oh, you're going to feel so on top of it. You're going to feel like I am ready. This is good. We can do this. And it will remove so many limiting beliefs of like, what the heck am I doing here? Because you're like, no, I'm proud of this. I've set this up. I, you know, I'm prepared. Preparedness will support you so much in your business of getting these limiting beliefs and all this gunk out of your mind, thinking that you can't do this and you're not good enough or whatever. The other thing is that you're telling yourself that's not true, right? That will come up. I always tell people, if you want to, if you think you're a confident person, start a business because all of your limiting beliefs will come right up to the surface. And so that's why I believe business is part of our spiritual practice, because it's one of those things that really takes us out of our comfort zone and forces us to become the person that we are meant to be because there is no hiding in entrepreneurship. So what's the next thing that you do? I recommend that you start following your ideal clients on Instagram. A lot of people feel weird about this. I don't know why. I don't know why people feel weird about this, but they don't want to follow people who are going to follow them back or they feel weird. They want people to choose them first, whatever. Here's what I have to say about this. You can think of your business like a relationship. You can think of, of your business, like think of it like dating, for example. If you all of a sudden are like, okay, I am ready. I want a significant other. I want a partner. I want a boyfriend. I am so excited for this. And so you get super cute, all dressed up, wash your hair, do all the things, put on a cute dress. And then you just sit in your living room. You're not going to find a man. <laughs> you're not going to have a relationship because you're not putting yourself in the places where those connections could be made. Right. And so we just think, well, if I'm already, if I'm ready for the date, someone's going to come and ask me. That's not the case, my friend. We have to go out and socialize in order for those connections to be made. Okay. So you have to go out and interact with ideal client accounts. You have to go and engage with their content, 
like their posts, follow their account, leave a meaningful comment, strike up a conversation in the DMs. You have to be following accounts that you want to purchase from you, that you want those relationships with. Because if we just are staying in our living rooms, odds are nobody's going to come knocking on our front door and say, hi, do you want to go on a date? <laughs> right? <laughs> you have to put yourself out there. Okay. So think of it like a relationship in that way. So we don't need to feel weird about interacting and engaging with accounts online. It's not spammy if you do it in an authentic way. If you go and you're just copying, copying and pasting, cute photo, love this, great on all these accounts. Of course that feels weird. But if you're like actually following people and you've got like, you're the profile picture, you've got your, your headshot selfie that explains a little about you. They post their dog doing something funny. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is so adorable. What kind of dog is this? I have this kind of dog or whatever. And all of a sudden you're having like a normal conversation, like a normal human being. You're so much more likely to create a relationship. So follow a bunch of accounts, start engaging, start interacting and spend 15 to 20 minutes per day intentionally interacting on Instagram. That can be following new accounts, engaging with the ones that you're already following, leaving comments, reacting to stories, this type of thing. You've got to get social. Remember, Instagram is a social media. It's a social media. It's not Pinterest where you just post stuff to the ethers and then it gets picked up, right? Instagram is social. We've got to be social on social media, okay? So this is key, spending those 15 to 20 minutes a day interacting. And you can batch this, add this with one of your tasks. You know, after you check your email in the morning, pull up your Instagram app, set a timer. I literally set a timer when I do this. And I just go to an idle client's account and I engage, okay? Now, how do we find your idle client accounts, right? Without being weird. One thing that some people will do that kind of feels gross to me is they'll like find a competitor and like, you know, kind of try to steal their clients or something. I don't think this is ever a great tactic because first of all, the energy is icky. It's like, if we're sitting here trying to like steal people from our competitors and like, I don't know, it just is gross. Um, so what I recommend is thinking of your ideal client and what is an account that they might be following that they might be interested. So let's just keep using this hairstylist example because I'm running with that today. So say that you're a, a local hairstylist. You're starting over zero followers on Instagram in a new town. This is what I would do is I would find a cute local boutique on Instagram that's fairly well established. It's been in, been running for a couple of years. I would go to that account and first of all, I would follow that account and I'd be friends with them. And maybe, you know, you could do some sort of a collaboration with them, something with them in the future or something. But I would go to that account, follow them. And then I would go to their last, you know, week's worth of posts. And I would click on who liked those posts. And I would follow all of those people. And then once those people allow you to follow them back, say they're most likely private, then you can start engaging with their content, right? And not everybody will allow you to follow them. And not everybody will follow you back. In the beginning, you're going to have more people who let you follow them, but who don't follow you back because people like so funny, but people want to have more followers than who's following them. It's like a clout thing, which honestly, I just want you to know when you're first starting your business, this does not matter at all. Okay. So we can remove that. Um, and that's okay. Right. And so eventually over time, if you're interacting or engaging with somebody and they're never reciprocating, you don't need to follow them anymore. Right. We don't need to 
it's like thinking of the relationship again. Like if you keep texting somebody and they don't text you back, like move on, you know, like they're not for you. <laughs> and so, yeah, thinking of it in a relationship, but anyway, so finding that cute local boutique as a hairstylist, following the, the ideal client accounts who like their recent posts and just start engaging. And you will begin building a community, especially if you're good about doing this consistent for 15 to 20 minutes a day. Okay. Now, another thing you can do is to lean into your personal network, right? So you probably have some sort of personal social media, whether that's a Facebook page, an Instagram account, whatever it may be, you can announce your new Instagram page to that group of people, right? Linking where it is, telling people what you're doing. Maybe you explain what your new business is. And that can be a great way to get like those cheerleaders we talked about, some friends, family members who want to cheer you along the way. These are really great in the beginning of your business. Again, they're going to help you with referrals. They're going to help you feel like you're not talking to a wall. And as you're interacting and engaging with these idle client avatars, it's just, it's, it, it's all going to work, right? You've got your profile set up. You're going to be engaging with clients. You're going to have some cheerleaders reminding you, you've got this, you can do this. And you're not, you're not alone. And it's going to be great. Okay. So that's where I would start. I would not start with Facebook ads. I would not start with hiring a social media manager. I would start with those six or so things starting over at zero followers. And it's going to be that daily consistency that will build up over time. Okay. I want you to know social media is a long game. Social media is absolutely crucial your business's success and you can get clients immediately. Like you can have success so fast, but when we think of social media, like the long game, that really helps us do our consistent things. You know, it's like going to the gym. It's like, we got to go every single day or at least three to five times a week for us to see some progress. Okay. And that's what you should, should be, should be doing. So when it comes to your actual posts on social media, this is what I recommend to this person just starting out a daily Instagram story, daily where you're showing up in Instagram stories. Instagram stories are we, where we nurture our audience, right? Think of your Instagram feed, the posts on your feed of where you can find new people and almost like your, um, your portfolio of, of sorts, right? They can kind of see who you are and what you do, but your Instagram stories, we can put links in there to your products. We can tell them to go to your link in bio. This is where people will buy. This is where people are nurtured to purchase from us, right? So doing a daily Instagram story, and this can be graphics. This can be behind the scenes videos. This can be you talking to the camera, checking in, say, hey, everybody, this is what's happening today. This is what I'm doing. I always tell people when it comes to content creation, this is what I want you to think of. Content documentation over content creation, especially in the beginning. When people are trying to curate all these things to look a certain way, I want you to just document what you're doing in your business, right? If that's hopping on a call with somebody, take a selfie before you hop on the call or take a selfie of, of you and them on the call. Um, if you're doing a physical product, I want to show you cleaning your physical space or organizing your little shelves, right? I want to show you, I want to see you picking up your morning coffee on the way to your um, to your salon that you're going to go do hair at that day and taking a selfie with a client or showing the space all fresh and ready for, for clients that day, right? Just document what you're doing. And this is the best, easiest, most effective way to, I'm doing quotes, create content, right? So think content documentation over content creation. We don't have to sit here and like 
you know, curate our lives in this certain way to look this certain type of way in our businesses, people just want to quite frankly, see what you're doing. They want the authenticity. They don't want all this fake stuff. They just want to see, they just want to see what you're doing in your business and cheer you along the way and see if it's something that they would be interested in too. Right. Because they want to know what's actually like, what it's actually like to work with you. They want to see what that's like, what is that experience like? And so giving them, you know, sharing content in this way, gives them that insight. You want to do a daily Instagram story. I keep going on tangents, you guys. I can go, I can talk like crazy with social media marketing stuff, especially for beginners, because I think so many people overcomplicate it. Um, so that daily Instagram story is key, right? And then when it comes to your Instagram feed, I recommend posting three to five times a week. People get so obsessed with posting every single day. You guys, you do not have to post every single day. Just like you don't have to go to the gym every single day to see results. It doesn't have to be that hard. Okay. So three to five times a week is really awesome. I would prioritize a video over static images or graphics and you got this. And then after this, like do, do all of those things for 90 days, your business is going to grow. I promise. And it's going to grow using Instagram. It's going to be freaking awesome. So, okay. That's the end of our episode today. I hope that was helpful for those of you just starting on Instagram. If you were starting over at zero, starting a new business. You've totally got this. Um, it's, it's consistency. Social media doesn't have to be hard. I want you to know that I want you to feel empowered. You know, you don't have to compare yourself to big brands who have been doing this for years. So I have a team of 10 people paying full, full salaries for each of them. You don't have to compare yourself to that. You can just show up consistently, share your heart, share your soul, share your message and just show up and be there. And you got this and Instagram will work for you. Right where attention goes, energy flows. If you start putting attention to Instagram and leveraging this as a platform for your business, and anytime you have a negative belief come up, just, you know, let it go. Doesn't need to be here. You've got this. Instagram can be a extremely powerful place to call in clients, to build your dream business and to make really good money. So you got this. Good luck. I can't wait to see all that you do on Instagram. If you have any questions about any of these processes, I'm in the direct messages. So you can always send me a DM. I'd love to answer your questions and give any guidance that I can. Um, I also offer a free 15 minute consultation call, just totally complimentary in my business. I started this when I was like, okay, I really just sometimes want to help people who don't have dollars to spend quite yet in their business, but are just needing some guidance. Like I care about that. And I don't want you to feel alone in this process of building an online business. So I have just totally free 15 minute calls. These are great times. Just pick my brain, ask me questions. I love to just hear, you know, what you're thinking, what you're going for, and I'll offer any guidance or support that I can, um, along, you know, the, the beginning of your journey. Eventually I would love to coach and, and let's do that. But this 15 minute call is just, it's just a time to chat and just a time to discuss. So if you're starting new, I'd recommend going through this process and then booking one of those free 15 minute calls and we can go over any questions you have. And that would be a really solid place to start and get going. So, okay. I love you so much. I'm so proud of you. You've got this entrepreneurship is not easy, but you are called to it for a reason because it's going to change your life. It's going to up-level who you are, and it's going to change the lives of those people who you work with. Your clients are ready and they're waiting for you and they cannot wait to get inside your containers, your offers, or take part of one of your services or products because the work that you are called to do, you're called to do it for a reason. And I absolutely believe that with every fiber of my being.
Okay. I love you so much. And I will see you guys in next week's episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. If you would like to support me or this podcast, it would mean the absolute world. If you would take a few moments out of your day and write a review wherever you're listening to this podcast today, this will really help the podcast. And like I said, will mean the absolute world to me. So thank you so much again for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and we will see you in the next episode.